The vault is open. I'm Pete McCarthy. While Nolan Ryan owns the most strikeouts in history with a perhaps untouchable total of 5,714, his ascendance to a 300-game winner was not an easy one. In fact, Ryan won 20 games in a season only twice and never won a Cy Young. What got the Ryan Express to that magic number was durability and consistency with the occasional whiff of dominance. On July 31st, 1990, Ryan's Rangers went to County Stadium to match wits with the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers that night with a couple of future Hall of Famers in the lineup in Paul Molitor and Robin Yount. They also had soon-to-be sluggers Gary Sheffield and Greg Vaughn. Entering the night, Ryan with 299 career victories. Let's head to Milwaukee for parts of ESPN's broadcast that night with Sean McDonough and Ray Knight. And we're set to go. The Brewers and Rangers as Nolan Ryan goes for win number 300 for the second time. There was some question as to whether or not Ryan would pitch tonight. We asked Bobby Valentine about it. Well, it's our decision, and uh, Nolan definitely says he's ready to go. Uh, he threw 140 pitches last time. We gave him an extra day with an off day that we had and threw in uh, uh, Jamie Moyer to be our fifth starter. So uh, he says he's ready to go. I saw him throw uh, yesterday in between starts. It wasn't exactly what I'd like to see. Uh, but uh, when Nolan says he's ready, uh, he's usually ready. That'll bring up Gary Sheffield, who's had limited experience against Nolan Ryan, but what he remembers of Nolan is scary. I'm a scared. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I faced him one time, and I was on my seat about four times. And, and you know, he walked me four times, and, and I still remember those ABs, and, and, you know, just like it was yesterday. And I'm a little timid now. I've been thinking about it, and I've been telling my mom and, and, and Dwight, and they say, you're going to hit him, you're going to hit him. And I said, well, I'll try to burn it. <laughs> of course, the reference to Dwight is to his uncle, Dwight Gooden of the New York Mets. Duffy Dyer is the third base coach for the Milwaukee Brewers. He was also a teammate of the minors of Nolan Ryan in the New York Mets system when Nolan first came into professional baseball. We asked Duffy for his early memories of Nolan. I was sent down from double A to try to catch him, and uh, it was amazing. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And I had played against Jim Palmer in high school, who was a very hard thrower, too. But Nolan threw a little bit harder than anybody I had ever seen. And at that time, he really didn't know where the ball was going. And he threw a lot of 58-foot curve balls and a lot of uh, high 100-mile-an-hour fastballs. So he was by far the toughest pitcher I ever tried to catch. A quick story on that. In 1986, I was playing with the Mets. Nolan pitching with the Astros, three and two count, bases loaded. He threw me a changeup, and I swung at it about time it hit the front of the uh, where the grass comes with the dirt. He never threw me another changeup after that. In the rest of my career, maybe ten at bats, but I always remember that changeup. It was in the back of my mind, and it made that fastball that much more effective. You know, when I faced Nolan in the early 80s, when he was with Houston, he was basically a two-pitch pitcher, fastball, curveball. I can hardly remember him throwing a changeup. At least he never threw me any changeups until the time in 86, 3 and 2. But basically, he was a two pitch pitcher. Yeah, with a well hit ball to right. That sends Sierra back to the wall. And it is off the wall. A late call from John Hurst bet the umpire. He finally said it was off the top of the wall. It's a triple for Yount and a 1 nothing Milwaukee lead. Tom Treblehorn is going to argue he thought it was out of the ballpark. First base coach Andy Echebarren is also arguing. John Hirschbeck really hesitated. 
the ball hit whatever it did hit and came back onto the field and still he was just running out toward the outfield fence without a sign. Finally, he started pointing toward the wall, then a safe sign, and it was all very confusing. Gallant was around second by the time the indication was made that it was not a home run. Runners at first and second now with two outs. Two runs in here in the fifth for Texas. The Rangers lead Milwaukee two to one. And the seventh batter of the inning will be the leadoff man in the Ranger batting order tonight, Jeff Houston. He's bounced back to the mound and fly to right. Well hit right field, hooking away from Felder, and he can't make the play. It's all the way to the wall. In Cavalia has scored. Michelle's being waved in. He will score. A triple for Jeff Houston and a 4-1 Texas lead. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Nolan Ryan and the Rangers lead 4-1. Divided loyalties among the fandom at County Stadium tonight. A runner at first with one out. A one-two to Molitor. He struck him out. Late swing by Paul with the fastball from Ryan. Four Ks for Nolan. Two outs in the fifth inning. Struck him out. Low heat. Yount couldn't get to it. Back-to-back -back strikeouts. End the inning. Five strikeouts in the ballgame for Ryan. After five. 4-1 Texas. Ryan has had trouble, as Ray indicates, in the past with the home run ball, including his last start. He gave up three. He has not been damaged by the long ball tonight, and he has recorded six strikeouts, including the inning-ending K of Greg Vaughn. Ryan moves closer to history, leading 5-1 after six. Now the 3-2. He struck him out. Seven strikeouts for Nolan Ryan. Strikes out Spires to end the inning. Back-to-back -back strikeout closes out the Brewers in the seventh. Eight strikeouts in the game for Nolan. 5-1 Texas after seven. The Brewers have scored an unearned run. As a result of two Julio Franco errors here in the eighth inning. Parker takes off. Gander in the hole, the base hit. It's 5-3. A difficult decision for Bobby Valentine, but he and pitching coach Tom House decided that 146 pitches was enough on this night from Nolan Ryan, particularly 
with his back such as it is. There comes a point where you have to say, no matter what the situation, enough is enough. The Rangers are threatening to blow it open with the bases loaded and nobody out in the top of the ninth inning. Julio Franco, deep drive left field. That ball is back to the wall and it is gone. Julio Franco from goat to hero in a matter of moments. A grand slam that makes it 11-3. Robin Yount with two outs in the bottom of the ninth with Texas leading 11-3. Yount one for four. He tripled a drive and run in the third. He reached on one of the Franco errors and scored last inning. Late swing at the high hard one from Arnsberg. One ball, one strike. The game is no longer in doubt. Ryan is not on the mound. But almost all of the 55,000 plus are still here. One strike away. There was some question who the fans were cheering for earlier. There is no question now. To center field. is the 20th pitcher in Major League Baseball history to win 300 games. The totals for this historical event for the Texas Rangers 11 runs, 13 hits, and three errors. They left three men on. For the Brewers, three runs, seven hits, and one error. They left eight. Nolan Ryan, the winner. Career win number 300. He's standing by with Ray Knight. I got you. Nolan, uh, congratulations, buddy. I know it's a tremendous relief for you. Warren Spahn said that, that his 300 victory was much tougher than his two no-hitters and his World Series. How do you feel about that? Well, I think probably emotionally it was uh, with the buildup and the disappointment in Arlington and then uh, uh, tonight's game uh, and then eighth inning, you know, it was a tough inning and uh, boy, you know, you know, you just never know uh, and I feel more relieved than anything else. Well, I know you do, Noli, and, and uh, Bobby and Valentine and Tom House both expressed some concern about your work this week and said that maybe your back was, was bothering you. Did you ever think that you would miss a start? Well, I, I wasn't going to miss a start. I had a pretty poor uh, workout uh, uh, the other day in, in Toronto when I threw on the side and I was real disappointed with it. And I was concerned that uh, I was going to have to throw a lot better coming in tonight than uh, what my workout was. And, uh, and I was just real pleased. I think I got stronger in the middle innings and threw the ball better. 
Well, now that you uh, you own a bank and you have your cattle operation and you've won your 300th and your six no-hitters, uh, how much longer you plan on pitching? Well, I really don't know, Ray. You know, I'm going to wait till the end of this year and kind of evaluate things and, and just see if I'm going to come back next year or not. I really don't know yet. So if you're healthy and your back gets well, do you think you'll be back next year? Well, I, you know, I'm going to have to discuss that with the family and see what the ball club's attitude is and, and see if if, uh, if I really want to come back. I just don't know at this point in time. Well, congratulations. I'll let you enjoy this. I'm real proud of you, buddy. Well, thank you. And it's back to Bill Patrick at Sports Center. Unfortunately, we don't have that Sports Center broadcast for you, but Orion actually became the second player to win his 300th game at County Stadium. Warren Spahn did it for the Milwaukee Braves back in 1961. Ryan would go on to play another three seasons, finishing with 324 career victories. There were still career highlights to be reached, such as a seventh no-hitter accomplished on May 1, 1991. No pitcher in history is even close to his record for career no-nos. Not that he really needed it with the strikeout records he set, but reaching 300 wins clinched a spot in the Hall of Fame for Ryan. Nolan was inducted on his first ballot in 1999, receiving 98.79% of the vote. That percentage is second all-time to only Tom Seaver. Upon retirement, Ryan stayed with the Rangers, assisting with the club's baseball marketing and public relations activities through January of 2004. After a few years away from the club, Ryan returned in February of 2008 as the president of the Rangers, a position he still holds. If you'd like to hear a certain event or more on a player, email pete.mccarthy at mlb.com and I'll see what I could dig up in the archives. Thanks so much for listening. The Vault is shut.